This is the SFF Audio Podcast. I'm Scott. Hi, I'm Seth Wilson. This is Bryce Lee. Hello, uh, my name is Casey Hampton, and I live in Oregon. I'm Jenny. This is Paul Weimer. Hi, I'm Mysa Visada. For today's podcast, we're doing kind of an end-of-year-in-review type thing. I've asked our reviewers, participants, and even some of our listeners to record a little bit about their favorite audiobook of the year, and if they felt like talking about it, their favorite podcast episode of the year. So what you'll hear is just what everyone thought. Thanks for listening. Hi, SFF Audio Land. This is Bryce Lee. Um, I just wanted to let you know my top audiobook of the year. Um, gosh, it's hard to uh, pick one. I had so many. I mean, all 30-plus CDs of The Stand, um, The Magicians by Lev Grossman, and and Magician King as well. Um, Ready Player One, read by Will Wheaton. Uh, that brilliant... Um, but I think I think my favorite, I'm going to have to go with Hard Magic by Larry Correa um, and read by Bronson Pinchot. Just brilliant on both storytelling and, and Bronson is just amazing. So anyway, have a great new year. Bye. Hello, uh, my name is Casey Hampton and I live in Oregon. So yeah, I'm an SFF reviewer, and 2013 was a blast to be part of, to participate with all the other great reviewers at SFF Audio. Um, you know, every time I went out to the mailbox and there was a package with audiobooks, it was it was like having Christmas in June or August or whatever the month happened to be. So I wanted to talk about a few books, and two of them are autobiographical nonfiction works by Roald Dahl, Boy is the first one, and Going Solo is the second, and they just fit together. It's kind of like he took one book and cut it in half. Um, Boy talks about his childhood, and Going Solo is the time that he spent in Africa working for Shell, and then in the RAF during World War II. And there are these collections of memories, and many of them are funny. Um, a, a lot of them are surprisingly, heart-wrenchingly sad. And I continually had to remind myself that these are true stories. These are not made up. These are not fictionalized. Um, Penguin Audio does the production, and they did it right. They didn't go down the tangent uh, and give in, you know, succumb to the temptation of over-dramatizing the reading or including too many uh, musical interludes. And, and I appreciate that. It was a straight reading uh, Dan Stevens was the narrator, and I tell you what, Dan Stevens became the voice of Roald Dahl, and it was like having Roald Dahl tell me his life story. It was a very intimate uh, experience. It, it was just fantastic. Uh, I would encourage any of you to go and listen. The second, or the third, however you're counting, Neil Gaiman's The Ocean at the End of the Lane was the other book that just completely floored me when I listened to it. Neil Gaiman reads his work and anytime you get an author reading their work, it's a toss of the dice to, to 
depending on what you get because sometimes you get writers who feel it necessary to deliver something more than what's on the page and Neil Gaiman doesn't do that uh, his book is beautiful uh, I at least I saw it as this reminder of childhood and what it was like to be young and see doors that were there uh, doorways to possibilities what may be and as you get older uh, becoming an adult you often either lose sight of those doors or you forget how to unlock them and this book felt to me like it was Neil Gaiman saying hey do you remember what it was like when those doors were there um, of course Neil Gaiman has an amazing voice uh, and he enunciates wonderfully and I mean I kept wondering if he wrote this book either consciously or you know just below the surface of the conscious mind with the intent for it to be read out loud because hearing it and hearing him read it was just this I, I mean I don't want to use the word transcendent because that's way over the top but it was it was a very powerful experience and um, just a great book too so anyhow I hope 2014 is a great year for all of you and uh, I look forward to reviewing more books Hi, I'm Maisa Bissada, creator of the audio drama The Destiny of Special Agent Ace Galaxy. The assigned task was to talk about a single podcast or audiobook from SFF Audio that stood out for me this year, and unfortunately, I couldn't do it. I, I failed. I've been listening to the show since about May. Um, I started out by skipping around through the back catalog, and then I started hanging around the water cooler with topics and writers that interested me. And at the same time, I was trying to keep up with current episodes, and it all has just melded together for me in layers and layers of an interconnected science fiction multiverse. Jesse seems to have some sort of magical encyclopedic memory for all things science fiction, and every show, he and his guests reach into their bottomless grab bag of references and comparisons and place whatever it is they're talking about in some sort of fantasy science fiction constellation with spiderweb silk linking it to so many other stars. I love that I have to have a pen handy when I listen to the show or record it on my phone so I can follow up with other authors and works that always seem to come up during the discussions. Amazon.com owes a debt of gratitude to this show. Having said all that, I have to say I did especially love the 1984 episode it's one of my favorite books, and I thought you guys all did a fantastic job. Happy New Year, everyone. I'm looking forward to getting even more confused and enlightened next year. Hi, I'm Seth Wilson. You can find me on Twitter at Seth H. Wilson. Don't forget the second H. And my book of the year is The Golem and the Genie by Helen Wecker. The audiobook is narrated by George Goodall. And... This book is about two mythical creatures, the eponymous Golem and Genie, who find themselves in turn-of-the-century, turn-of-the-19th-slash-20th-century Ellis Island-era New York. And in, in many ways, the story is a metaphor for the immigrant experience in New York City, but it's never heavy-handed with this metaphor. It doesn't try to politicize or moralize that period of time. It's very descriptive in its... Um, ambiance of the New York and the little shops and, and communities. 
um, and these two mythical creatures, um, the golem being a, from Jewish folklore, a creature made of clay, and the genie or jinn being a, a creature of fire from the Arabian Peninsula and the deserts there. And these creatures essentially meet and have adventures together and try to, you know, figure out, again, it's a metaphor for the immigrant experience, but it's cast in supernatural terms because not only are they new to this world geographically, but they're new to the natural human world as divorced from their own supernatural experiences. So there's a whole lot going on there. Um, the book is literary in the best way in that it explores the character's inner world very, very thoroughly. There's a lot of um, internal monologue and and thought processes going on, but unlike a lot of literary novels, it, it does have enough external plot and characterization and sort of big picture thinking that it doesn't devolve into the kind of navel gazing that I hate about um, so-called literary work. Um, the audiobook is great because it's narrated by George Guadal, who's an amazing narrator. And in many ways, this book reminds me of Neil Gaiman's American Gods. It's sort of a, a microcosmic look at, at that same idea. And of course, the original audiobook of American Gods was narrated by George Guadal, so that just reinforced that connection for me. So Helen Wecker is a uh, this is her first novel and it's garnered a lot of um, attention and awards on audible.com and I'm I'm really looking forward to what she does next. So read a lot of great books this year but this one definitely stood out for me. Hopefully there's more great stuff coming from her and other authors next year. Hi, this is Paul Weimer and I'd like to talk briefly about my favorite audiobook of the year. I listened to a decent selection of audiobooks this year, prompted by my frequent five-hour drives to Iowa and my long drive vacation driving trip to Colorado. One can only listen to podcasts for so long before creating a longer form and to avoid having to unnecessarily press buttons and make decisions on what to listen to next while driving. Out of all the audiobooks I listened to, and many were good, my one true favorite is, by a nose, Mary Robinette Kowal's Shades of Milk and Honey. I had read the book a couple of years ago, and I wanted a reliable known quantity to eat up the miles on my vacation. Shades of Milk and Honey delivered in spades. Mary has a wonderful voice for narration, doubly so since she is the author herself and very aware of the speaking patterns and pattern of the characters. Two, her pacing and tempo are even and in a sweet spot, for me anyway, between too fast and too languid of a narration. The story itself is a character study of a middle-class family, the Ellsworths, in an alternate early 19th century England where glamour is a form of magic practiced primarily by women. In an Austin-like mode, the sisters Jane and Melody compete and tangle for marriage prospects, social status, and family honor. It was wonderful to fall into the story and the characters again, this time by means of Mary's voice. It is no wonder to me, now, that she does other audiobooks too, most notably the Toby Day novels of Sean and McGuire. I would go so far as to say that the audiobook of Shades of Milk and Honey is a better experience than the already delightful experience than reading the novel. I was transported, even driving across hundreds of miles, to the ultimate early 19th century world she created. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to all the SSF audio listeners. Happy listening for 2014. This is Jenny from SFF Audio, but also Reading Envy. And my number one audiobook for the year is Gone Girl by Gillian Flynn. Uh, I have a three-mile commute, 
and somehow I managed to listen to this 19-hour audiobook in three days. I just couldn't stop. I would make reasons to go places, so I'd be driving more. I carried it with me inside while I made dinner. That doesn't happen very often. Um, if you don't know the story, it's about Nick and his wife, Amy, who has gone missing. And the chapters go back and forth between um, the two characters and two different readers, Julia Whelan and Kirby Hayborn. So that was my number one. As far as the podcast goes, we kind of hit a groove, I think, in the fall. And my favorite two are from one week after another. The first one is um, our read-along discussion of The Prestige by Christopher Priest, uh, which was our podcast episode number 232. And I think why I liked that one so much is that um, I, I left the end of the discussion feeling like I know less about the book than I did when I started, and I just kept thinking more and more about it after we were done. It's a sign of a good discussion, I think. And the other one is The Week Later, Episode 233, the read-along of Oryx and Crake by Margaret Atwood. Anyone who knows me knows that that's one of my favorite books. So having a discussion about it was putting it at great risk. What if everyone hated it? (laughs) I've left book club over things like that. So I was really pleasantly surprised that the discussion was so interesting to me, even though I've thought about this book for years, and it actually answered some questions I'd always had. So, um, that was probably my favorite one of the year. I'm Scott. Hey, the very best thing I've heard this year, um, was Neil Gaiman's Neverwhere, dramatized by Dirk Maggs, and, uh, it was broadcast on BBC Radio 4 in March. Um, James McAvoy played Richard Mayhew, and Natalie Dormer, uh, was the Lady Door, and uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, Anthony Head, David Schofield, Christopher Lee, Andrew Sachs, um, they were all in it. It was really terrific. Um, yet again, reminding me of the sheer power and intimacy of good audio drama. Um, you want to be sure to listen to it with a good set of headphones. Um, you know, I had hopes that it would spawn other audio dramas, you know, and be popular enough to maybe re-spur that whole industry a little bit. Um, the, the only other thing that came out um, that, that gave me some hope there was Ender's Game Alive um, with a script written by Orson Scott Card, and that was six hours long. Um, so here's hoping for more. The best audiobook I heard this year was the unabridged version of World War Z. Um, Julie and I talked about it on the A Good Story is Hard to Find podcast. Um, it's read by multiple narrators, each narrator taking a chapter, so it's not audio drama, though each narrator read their own section as a character. Um, it was a terrific audiobook. Um, World War Z by Max Brooks. You want to be sure to get the unabridged version. Um, yeah, some of those stories still stick with me. <laughs> and as I'm looking here at the list of things that I listened to last year, which is all too short... <laughs> Um, for some reason, I didn't get a heck of a lot of audiobook listening in last year, which is not typical for me. Um, I have to mention, though, uh, something that I reheard last year that I absolutely love, and it's called The Prestige by Christopher Priest. It's read by Simon Vance, and it still is, even upon listening to it now twice, uh, 
um, one of my favorite audiobooks of all time. So The Prestige by Christopher Priest. Check that out. Um, hope everybody has a wonderful 2014. Happy New Year. This has been the SFF Audio Podcast. Please join us at www.sffaudio.com.